This is Abhishek Sengupta. You are listening to Abhishek Sengupta audio blogs. We are here with another episode of Knowledge Talks. Now in this episode we are taking up a very very interesting topic that is customer relations in business. In order to discuss this topic we have with us someone special Mr Anutosh Bhakto. I am introducing Mr Anutosh Bhakto. He is my teacher and my mentor who taught me some of the finest lessons of hospitality customer service he was the head of the department of ihm kolkata where i was a student 20 years back he also took training assignments at various hotels he is an expert trainer in hospitality hotel management and soft skills he is also an expert in cloud kitchen setup and scaling coach to help young existing and aspiring entrepreneurs he is also author of a noted book in front office management professional hotel front office management this book is easily available in amazon and other channels sir welcome to our show thank you thank you abhishek okay for your introduction uh, so let us uh, begin the talk thank you so much sir we are going straight to the topic customer relation and its importance a customer is the most important visitor on our premises he is not dependent on us we are dependent on him he is not an interruption in our work he is the purpose of it he is not an outsider to our business he is the part of it we are not doing a favor by serving him he is doing us a favor by giving us an opportunity to do so with these words gandhi has really quoted the importance of customers a business improves with better customer relation it is best described as the ways that a company engages with his customers to improve the customer experience the customer relations aims to create a mutually beneficial relationship with customer that extends beyond the initial purchase a good customer relation brings customers back and facilitates many referrals sir we would like to know from you more about this over to you sir thank you thank you abhishek it is a very very complicated recipe you have given to me okay let me try to make it uh, easy like our grandma's recipe okay uh, definitely you have said the correct thing because uh, every business uh, depends on the customer because if there is no customer there is no business as simple as anything okay so customer is everything and we must understand this now what happened uh, from my experience what i have seen that uh, uh, many of the entrepreneurs your their mission is a very wrong mission and that is the reason i have seen that many entrepreneurs they fail even within a year because from the very beginning they fix their mission on money okay so they look after the money so they run after the money 
and that is the reason there is a failure so this is a very very wrong approach uh, because if you run after money you know the money will become mirage money will go away from you okay money in the business money is the by product first you have to have your mission and that mission is to serve your customer because you must understand one thing very well that you cannot sell any product to anyone it is impossible but you will have to sell the benefits to the customer so that is the most important thing don't try to sell the product try to sell the benefit so when this benefit you can sell when their pain point their desire is being fulfilled then only customer is going to buy okay so uh, in this regard i i remember the famous dialogue of three idiots okay it is said the beta kabil bano kamyabi chhak mar ke piche aayega so first you have to be very skillful you have to serve people then only the people will come people will be ready to give you the money but from the beginning if you run after the money money will go away from you okay so that is important and as i told you that in any business in any business whatever might be the business there are three steps if someone remember these steps or follow these steps their success no one can stop their success number one number one step is that first you have to identify the pain point pain p a i n pain point or the problems of the customers okay that gap of the customer then you'll have to identify the vehicle vehicle means the system through which you can give that benefit or you can fulfill their pain or you can recover their pain or you can give their desire okay that is the system you'll have to uh, develop now as i told you that we don't sell a product we sell a benefit so these three things one is the what is the pain point or a desire that you have to identify you have to identify your vehicle vehicle means the method or the system through which you can solve their problem because i have seen many people many young entrepreneurs i have seen that they decide to start their business on the basis that ye acha kar raha hai so let, let me start this also okay he is doing well i am also let me do this things no that is not the way to find out find it out your business idea way is you have to find it out where the customers are getting their pain when where they are not, their pain points are not being solved and if you can identify rightly and you can solve this pain point i think that you will be absolutely successful wow that's a great lesson which we learned from you uh, one of the finest lesson that you just taught us is that we should not run after success rather we should make ourselves eligible so once we are eligible success will follow us that's an amazing thing sir another great thing which you just told us is that we should identify the pain points because every business solves some kind of problem or other so every kind of business either solves an existing problem or it enhances the existing solution a solution which is already there so uh, the second person comes and provide some better solution 
And the third thing which I just learned from you is that we cannot sell a product. We can sell the benefits attached to the product because a person will buy product only when, when the benefits offered by the product is of interest to him or her. If the person likes the benefit offered by the product, then only person will purchase that product in lieu of a monetary exchange. So it's a very good pointers which we got from you. Now this takes me to my second point, the functions of customer relation. Customer relation is a vast subject. It includes many components. It includes many functions. However, in layman's term, it includes two functions reactive and proactive. Now reactive functions are the efforts made by the business unit to solve the issues that are reported by the customer. This includes tasks like responding to a customer's complaint and solving the problem with the support team. Next comes the proactive components or proactive function of customer relation. Now this includes the measures taken to ensure a long-term relationship with the customers. These efforts are aimed towards fostering customer success by consistently satisfying the evolving customer needs. In business, we see both type of functions deployed at some point of time or other. We would like to know from you more about these two functions of customer relation, their implementation and importance in today's business. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Abhishek. Now, you have already explained this as a pro, but let me explain it as a layman. Okay, what I understand as a layman. I cannot explain like a pro like you. Okay, <clears throat> now here you have talked about the two terms. One is proactive, another is reactive. I believe the proactive is more more important function than the reactive uh, function. Okay. Now, let me explain what is proactive, what is reactive. Proactive means that if you want to be proactive, the first thing is this, you'll have to understand your target customer. Because whatever business you are doing, okay, whatever benefits you are selling, you are not selling to the entire world, entire world, because the entire world will not be having the same pain point or same desire. So you have a segment, particular segment of your customers, right? So that you'll have to identify. So you will have to understand your Bob. Now, what is, who is a Bob? Bob is nothing but your customers. So you'll have to understand your Bob, that what he wants, okay, when he wants, okay, how he wants and where he wants. You'll have to understand your Bob very well. If you understand your Bob very well, so it is very easy for you to provide the service. It is something like, say your son, you understand your son. So by just uh, uh, when you receive a little signal or even before they receive the signal, you give, okay, you fulfill his or her desire, right? So your uh, customer is your Bob and you have to understand their character first. Okay, if you can understand their character, what they want, then how they want, where they want, then only you will be able to be proactive. So before they ask for, before they ask for, you need to serve them. You'll have to provide the service. So that is more important. And if you can do this, your Bob will become your loyal. Okay. Ladla ban jayega. 
okay your bob will become loyal now reactive reactive is also necessary because at times it happens that you try to give the service you are thinking that you are giving your best but even then there are some problems the customers are facing problems customers are not very happy and when you come to know okay come to know then only what in a normal uh, you know the language you say the complaints handling that means when we receive the complaints then we start handling that complaints that is a reactive so reactive you try to understand reactive is when uh, you know you are a reactive it is something like that you think at that moment your customer is your wife because your wife is got annoyed or upset for something with you and usko manana hai okay so that you will have to do but it is always better to provide before they ask for it that is a much better approach okay so as a layman i understand this only wow that's wonderfully explained now uh, there are few pointers which we got from you number one is uh, we have to keep both the functions of customer relation the proactive and reactive both but we have to give more stress on the proactive function of customer service but at times what happen even after giving the best some of the finest service what we call as stuff happens but even you know the complaints happen there are customers gets unsatisfied etc etc so in order to tackle with all these we have to keep our support function also equally strong this happens in every industry in our uh, hotel industry in our travel industry in every kind of industry even after giving the best of the efforts there are some mistake there are some unsatisfied works which at time comes up so in order to deal with them we have to keep our support i mean the reactive support equally strong so we have to be strong with both the function proactive and reactive so that's very good pointer which we got from user thank you so much now this takes me to the third point customer service versus customer relation the most of the people think customer service and customer relation are the same both are similar topics but there is a fine line of difference between them the customer service is what your company provides to ensure customer is happy and satisfied it is considered to be an inbound function that is expected by the customers at the first point of interaction with your business in lieu of monetary exchange companies can provide proactive customer service features at the same time some of the customer service functions are delivered in response to the customer actions customer relation differs because it consists of both inbound and outbound measures taken by your company it considers organizations ability to react to the present issues as well as your approach to better the customer experiences customer relations mainly focuses on proactive steps one is taking to engage customers and to improve the customer experience the customer relations encompasses all of the important functions that customer service performs but also includes the efforts made before and after customer interactions the positive customer relations are long term and mutually beneficial between customers and the company 
these relations are built by creating a stable environment of trust that results in continued growth of both the customer and the organization. Sir, we would like to know more about these two concepts and their importance in today's business and how can an entrepreneur or startup founder can harness these two concepts for their business. Over to you, sir. Okay, let me again uh, prepare this food in a grandpa grandmother's recipe. Okay, the way I understand. Now, before I uh, comment on this, uh, I would like to ask you a question. Uh, Abhishek, tell me, today you had breakfast. Yes, I had my breakfast. Yes, you had your lunch. Yes, sir. I had my lunch. Okay. You will be having your dinner. Yes, sir. I'll have my dinner. So tomorrow also you'll have your breakfast. You'll have your lunch. You'll have your dinner, right? Yes, sir. That's right. After one week also you'll have the same. After one month also you'll have the same. And till you leave, you will have food, right? Right, sir. Right, and sir. to get food, to get food, you need money, right? You need money. You'll have to earn money to get this food. The concept is very, very similar. Very, very similar. Because the money, okay, in your business, which you are getting, okay, for your survival, for your growth, it is coming from your customers, right? It is not a one-time deal. It is not a one-time deal. They are giving continuously. So if you do not nurture them, if you do not give them the facilities, give them the service on a continuous basis, okay, they will not give you the money. And if they don't give you the money, you won't get the breakfast, you won't get the lunch, you won't get the dinner, as simple as anything. Okay, it is something like the golden goose story. You must have heard about this golden goose story, isn't it? So we want Soneka Anda, that golden egg, every day. But if you try, to cut the belly and try to take out all the eggs, you will get nothing, isn't it? So approach should not be that. Approach should be that every day you get one, one golden eggs. And for that, you'll have to nurture that goose, isn't it? You'll have to nurture, you'll have to feed them properly. You'll have to give them the benefit. You'll have to give them the, the service. Then only your goose will give you the golden egg. The concept is absolutely same. So. In my point of view, you it is not your customer, your customer with your customers, you'll have to make them a loyal so that you can bring them into your community, into your community, they become your community and you'll have to continuously nurture that community, whether instantly you get any money, any benefit or not, okay, you'll have to provide the service. Because same thing, as I told you, that whenever you feed your goose, instantly she doesn't give you the egg. Maybe she gives the egg on the next day. Similarly, you'll have to nurture your community. Now, uh, I'm sure that you must be knowing about the flywheel concept of Amazon. Okay, flywheel concept. It is said that you give a value, 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 and you develop a loyal customers. Once you develop the loyal customers, again, they will promote your business. They will tell to others. Okay, so this way you can scale your business. So naturally, this community or nurturing of your customers is very, very important. It is not a one day deal. 
it is not a one day deal if you think it is a one day deal then you are absolutely failure in the business okay i think it makes sense yes sir some of the finest management lessons we got from you number one is we have to constantly nurture our customers our clients it is not that once we go and we get everything so we have to keep nurturing every day every week every uh, fortnight on a fortnightly basis on a monthly basis half yearly basis probably so that's how it goes on this will go on forever and of course what you said the flywheel concept of amazon that's that's a fantastic concept that's an amazing concept to quote in this situation and of course there are some amazing lessons which we just got from you sir thank you so much for this sir now this takes me to my fourth point customer experience and customer relation the customer experience and customer relation are two interdependent concepts the paul greenberg the author of the best selling crm at the speed of light and affectionately referred as the godfather of crm defined customer service as how a customer feels about the company over time now other customer experience experts like bruce timken defines customer experience as the perception that customers have of their interaction with an organization the customer experience however cannot be manufactured cannot be engineered cannot be owned cannot be controlled by any company the customer is willing to define their experiences as they go along a good customer experience is directly proportional to the good customer relation if a customer experience is bad then the relation to turns sour sir we would like to know from you more about the customer experience and its link with customer relation and we would like you to highlight its significance in business over to you sir okay thank you abhishek thank you now again you know what we have discussed in the previous point again it is a trust you will have to develop the trust of the uh, your customers when you nurture the customers continuously give the value to the customer okay you build up a trust and that trust becomes your brand okay because you want in one day you cannot build your brand brand is always built through trust through gaining the trust that is very important right and the most important thing is this what i have seen that many entrepreneurs they connect with their customer surface to surface surface to surface means head to head head to head okay so i am giving this i am giving this discount i am giving this that okay the surface to surface connection but that you know the procedure according to me is absolutely failure okay you will have to connect from core to core core to core means heart to heart heart to heart so that they get a deep connections with you deep connection with you i'll give you one example say for for you know when we say it is a tata it what picture comes into your mind i think that everybody the, the ratan tata's pictures comes into your mind right so the building the office this picture don't come to our mind the rotten tata so rotten tata has become a brand why because over the years he has built the trust and he becomes a brand 
okay so it is important it is you that who will be the brand it is not your company becomes the brand it is you so so naturally ratan tata has got a diversification lots of products so whenever we uh, try to buy anything maybe first we think oh it is a tata product so definitely it will be good definitely it will be good so we go for a tata product so this is a brand you have to build and this brand is only uh, build you can build through the gaining the trust so your mission mission to serve that comes first then your customers community nurturing of community and you as a priority you are the last you are the last but what do we do we just make it reverse we make ourselves as a first we try to earn money okay that is the reason many a time we are failure many a time we are failure money is a by product it will come automatically and to do so you know any entrepreneur i believe any entrepreneur should have three roles three roles to play now what are these three roles uh number 1 every entrepreneur should act okay should play a role of a birbal you understand you know what who was a birbal okay akbar's one of the navaratnas nine ravanatnas birbal and we heard in this story that every time birbal could satisfy his king a birbal and every time king used to give him the moti ka mala right so there are other ministers also other eight ministers also they also used to get the moti ka mala but not every time like a birbal now why it is so because birbal could understand his bob very well birbal's bob was akbar king akbar he used to know that my king what he wants where he wants where he wants and how he wants it is not that he just try to give everything he knows that my king what he wants okay when he wants where he wants and how he wants and he used to provide in that manner and that is the reason every time every time his king is always satisfied and he used to get that moti ka mala so as an entrepreneur you have to be birbal you have to understand your bob you have to understand what your customer wants when your customer wants where your customer wants and how your customer wants if you understand this then you are absolutely successful number 2 role every entrepreneur should understand it is a role of a pujari priest okay now we are having <clears throat> we do the puja for different goddesses you must be doing in hindu mythology that the different gods like a different things like if i take the example of uh, kali mata kali mata likes you know uh, that uh, flower what is that flower hibiscus right so that flower flower when you do a puja for a shiv shiv might be liking something else so you must understand you must act as a pujari you must know that what your god wants that is what your customer wants you just don't give anything don't dump anything on that what they want you try to find it out and give that to your god that is your customer you'll be successful and number 3 you'll have to be a good artist maybe like uh, you know mf hussain or something like that 
So you'll have to draw every time whenever your customer comes to you in every touch points, every touch points, you'll have to draw a nice picture, nice picture into his uh, head, okay, into his mind so that he will love to preserve that picture, okay, <clears throat> throughout his life. So when the picture is good, that uh, your customer will remember you in future. If picture is horrible, it is scary, then probably your customer will throw that picture into the dustbin, right? So you'll have to be a good artist. So if you can play these three roles, roles of a birbal, roles of a pujari, and notes of an artist, you are the winner. Wow, that's one of the finest lessons which we got from you, sir. The three points which you just gave is some of the amazing lessons which an entrepreneur or a, period, a person from any organization, any field, any industry can really benefit from. Number one is the, the role of Birbal. Number two is the role of priest or Pujari. And number three is the role of an artist. Now, if an entrepreneur or a startup founder plays these three roles, I must say he or she is done with the game he or she will definitely be the winner in this game and there is no doubt in this so probably customers or stakeholders are definitely going to like this so his or her business is bound to go to a different height altogether these three are the real amazing mantras which you just gave us sir now we are going to the point number five, the positive customer relations. A positive customer relation can result in array of benefit for a company, which includes more potential leads, higher customer retention rates, etc., etc. The companies that do a better job of managing customer relations are more likely to see higher customer retention rates. The customer know when your company is being genuine and are willing to overlook your mistakes so long as you demonstrate a dedication to their success. It also results in customer loyalty. Customer's loyalty is highly valuable for business as a repeat customers are more likely to buy from you than the leads which are not yet converted. The building positive customer relation drives customer loyalty because it creates an intangible incentive for the customers to return to the same business. A research done by Think Tank Research shows 55% of the customer will pay more money for a product or service if it is guaranteed with a good experience. Often at times it can be hard to tell whether your customers are truly happy with your business or not. In fact, 91% of the unhappy customers who do not complain simply do not return to the company for their next purchase. Having a strong customer relation can act as your insurance policy for preventing these unidentified customer churning out without any warning. The positive customer relations give companies more insight into their customer's problem because it creates an open channel of communication. The positive customer relation requires many micro steps which need to be done over a period of time. 
we would like to understand the importance of positive customer relation and ways by which it can be developed. Over to you, sir. Okay. Now, I believe that we have uh, discussed the uh, points uh, previously. So let me explain this uh, in a little deeper. It's very simple, you know, that when your customers are satisfied through your nurture, okay, through your nurturing, okay, they become your promoter. Means what I mean to say, they become your advertiser. So they advertise on your behalf without any fees without any fees you all know that how much okay budget will have to give for the advertisement it is very very expensive nowadays but it is the cheapest and the best way of advertisement so this is known as a word of mouth advertisement so automatically it will happen if one customer is satisfied he will definitely tell his experience to his at least if not more at least to six okay now this six out of this six at least four will come to you okay to test you and if these four customers are satisfied they will tell another six six customers that means 24 customers out of 24 customers you could easily expect that at least 15 will come to you again if you satisfy this 15 15 into six okay <clears throat> there's 90 customers okay will be uh, uh, will be there they'll promote and out of 90 you'll be getting maybe 60 so this is how you can increase the volume of your potential customers every day each and every moment so that is why the nurturing of the customers giving value to the customers is utmost necessary if you want to play the game in a long run so it is said according to this me it is said value 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 sell value 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 sell give continuous value 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 sell then only your customer won't mind to pay you more money and they will promote your business okay to many without taking any fees wow that's a great concept which we got from you sir and the last things which you have said value 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 and sell that's an amazing concept the people are interested in value as you have already said that uh, people are not interested in the product. They are interested in the value or benefit attached to the product. It's a very good concept which we got from you, sir. Now, it takes me to the technical part of this topic, the customer relation and the first call resolution rate, or we also call it an FCR rate. Now, this is a new concept. 86% of customers will pay more for a better experience. A great customer service experiences are becoming norm in today's marketplace. One of the metrics to look at when creating a frictionless service model is first call resolution or FCR. Now this FCR refers to the percentage of the calls that get resolved with no follow-up or additional touch point needed or without any second call. This is a critical matrix that improves customer satisfaction as no one wants to call multiple times for one single issue. The more calls equate more frustration for the customers. It also certifies that business units internal efficiency. The more calls that are resolved completely, the less business system is taxed by the call volume. It is a key factor, a reactive function of course in customer relation. 
sir we would like to know more about this and its significance in today's business over to you sir okay again it is something like a very a critical international dish okay chalo let me take it out the essence of it so according to me i have seen in many organizations in many organizations they suffer with this particular problem now what is this problem it is an internal problem internal problem is they do not delegate okay delegation there is a problem of a delegations now i have seen in many organization many many organization many big organizations okay <clears throat> the authority the power is being centralized in one particular's hand or two particular's hand so they don't want to delegate maybe out of the fear that if they delegate their power will be vanished but actually it is not so it is a problem in the delegation so that means for everything every problem okay it is it is a culture of that company that i'll have to ask my manager i'll have to ask my senior manager because the lower level staff okay they cannot take the decision and that is the reason what you said this fcr okay it is increasing it is, uh, it, it is not happening the first call resolution because they do not have the power to take the decisions so company those who want to you know the flourish okay those who want to give a better uh, customer service they will have to work on this that delegation delegation of authority because the more transparent delegation of authority it is it is the customers will be the, the fastest you know the resolution of the fastest benefit so i think this is a internal problem of many organizations they do not have the proper a system of a delegation of authority okay that if that is correct so this can be avoided i think so you have rightly said sir uh that you know the lack of delegation in today's business is creating such kind of problem we have at times seen that people who are working uh, at, at at the ground level or at the different hierarchical levels are not having the power to take any decision the power to take decisions are concentrated over certain power chambers what we call as in our term power chambers this can be a manager it could be the head of the department it could be general manager it could be some very handful of the people in an organization so for everything they need to be connected they have to be explained they have to take a decision then they clarify and all the process goes on and on and on so by the time a resolution to a problem is uh, is is uh, identified or suggested customer has already called probably 100 times starts uh, you know must have written uh, so many mails follow up and you know the with this the frustration of the customer to increases and of course this has got inverse effect in the customer relation and in, in long run the customer suffers customer relation suffers the business suffers and you know that once this complaint starts you know it spreads in the market and at the same time you know this kind of uh, you know uh, this customer dissatisfaction uh, really has got a negative impact on the on the business so it is always important that lower level or probably the different hierarchical level of the business should have certain power to take certain calls of course for some issues they can always get in touch with their uh, uh, their senior management but they should also have certain power to take certain call this diversification or i must say this delegation really helps to shorten the reaction time and helps in the better customer satisfaction now 
I'm taking this discussion to a different level altogether. This point is measuring customer relation. This is absolutely a new point which is there. Now every aspect of business need to be measured. So is the customer relation. Making your customer happy doesn't have to be an intangible effort. Ask for a feedback from your customer. Develop a system for measuring the feedback. This could be in form of customer satisfaction surveys. One newer way of measuring this is NPS, that net promoter score. Now this is a customer satisfaction benchmark that measures how likely your customers are to recommend your business to their friends. NPS is a typical benchmark which companies measure to evaluate and improve customer loyalty. It is very easy to do. Send a survey to the customer and ask on a scale of 0 to 10, how likely are you to recommend us to your friend? Categorize the respondents according to their score. Now scores 0 to 6 are called detractors. The scores 7 to 8 are called passives. Now scores 9 to 10 are called promoters. Now disregarding passives. Subtract the percentage of detractor responses from the percentage of promoter responses to determine your net promoter score. Now another method is customer satisfaction score. CS80, what we call it in short. It is the most straightforward of the customer satisfaction survey methodologies. It measures customer satisfaction with business purchase or interaction. It is calculated by asking a question such as how satisfied are you with the experience? This is a corresponding survey scale which can be of 1 to 3, 1 to 5 or even 1 to 10. The big strength of customer satisfaction score lies in its simplicity. It is easy way to close the loop on the customer interaction and determine whether or not it is effective in producing customer happiness. One more method is customer effort score or CES. It is a service metric that measures how much effort customers put in to interact with your business. Now these interactions can be something like how much effort it takes to use your product or service, how easy it was for them to have a problem solved by your service representatives. CES is popular with customers. Instead of asking how satisfied the customer is, you ask them to gauge the, the ease of their experience. Sir, we would like to understand how much important are these measuring standards to any business. As time people become terrified, people become fearful with such kind of system. Many a times people consider that this is additional burden on them. But still this is required because the customer satisfaction or customer relation or whatever the customer uh, dealings we do, this has to be measured in some way or other. Over to you, sir. Okay, now... <clears throat> There is no point to be fearful because if your mission first, mission first to serve your customers, you should not be fearful. Okay, if his mission is you, if priority is you, then you should you will be fearful. Now, a net promoter score is absolutely, absolutely necessary. Why it is so? Because 
if you do not document your activities okay you cannot take the decisions in future what to do and what not to do so that is the reason whatever might be the system whether uh, through softwares or through uh, other feedback form or whatever whatever that system uh, uh, differs from organization to organization but the bottom line is that you will have to take this feedback now let me explain this uh, in a uh, very simple manner <clears throat> say 1 to 10 scale 1 to 10 scale if the customer gives you on an average customer gives you the up to 6 1 2 3 4 5 6 your rating is 6 they these customers are considered as a detractor i will explain what is a detractor those who give 7 and 8 they are neutral and those who give 9 and 10 they are the promoter now this promoter means what we have already discussed this promoter means they will promote your business they will advertise for your business without any fees they are the promoters neutral means okay if you ask them they'll say they, they are not much bothered about their business they will not complain and they will not appreciate also they will say just a tick tock if somebody asks that uh, have you tried this should i try well kaise hai company tick tock but jo detractor hai the 1 to 6 those who have given 1 to 6 so they will tell against you they will give a post in the facebook in other social media they will talk negative about you so you'll have to be very very cautious about that now when we document this okay after a you know a certain uh, uh, date range maybe uh, after every month or uh, every two months or every three months quarterly whatever how you are going to calculate this net promoter score very simple suppose you have taken a feedback from 100 uh, uh, guests or 100 customers okay <clears throat> now the 40 customers 40 customers has given between 1 to 6 they are the detractors and uh, maybe the 20 uh, uh, maybe 10 customers is a neutral okay and 40 customers they have given you uh, the uh, 9 to uh, 6 so what will happen you have to simple simple way to find it out the percentage that detractors score that is how many detractors that is 50 minus 40 that is the promoters so it is a 10 so 10 is your a score so higher the score that means you are in a much better position so you have to increase this try to increase this higher the uh, score that is the net promoter a score but it is absolutely necessary whatever might be the system of taking the feedback you must take the feedback and that has to be documented because if it is not documented you cannot take decisions for future and decision making is absolutely important in a business you will have to take decisions every moment every day okay every week every month continuously you have to take decisions so that you can scale it up Wow, that's some of the very good and very important pointers which we got from you, sir. As you have rightly said, this customer satisfaction or customer relation, this score need to be calculated, score need to be measured, and score need to be analyzed. This gives some of the amazing 
feedbacks about our company, our service, our products, and of course, our customer handling skills. Now, this gave the kind of analytical data which we get helps in our MIS, that is Management Information System. And Management Information System is very much required to do a strategic planning, to do a management planning, to plan our next step, and so on. Now, these MIS are very, very, very important things in a company. These MIS datas are thoroughly churned. These MIS datas are thoroughly checked analyzed and this also helps in taking decisions probably the budgetary decisions are taken on them the strategic decision the policy related decision even the training activities are also planned based on these kind of data so it is a great concept it has to be measured measure or the data whatever we get has to be analyzed and it has to go on every time every way like this once again, this has to be measured, this has to be documented, this has to be analyzed and has to be kept for references in future and for any kind of strategic affairs. Some of the great concepts, some of the amazing lessons we learned from you, sir. And this brings us to almost the end of this discussion. Sir, would you like to quote some closing remarks? Uh, okay, uh, I will quote definitely. It is very simple. <clears throat> it has said what you say so you reap that okay if you sow arrows if you you reap sorrows simple so okay so be careful what you are sowing okay what you sow you reap that as simple as anything wow that's a great lesson which we learned from you it is an old indian saying what you sow so you reap so if you are sowing good you are ripping good and vice versa. So this is a great life lesson for all of us. It was a nice session with you, sir. If any one of you would like to connect with sir, Mr. Onutosh Bhaktu, I can give you the link in the description of this using which you can connect with sir. If you, if any of you would like to see his mentorship, his training programs, etc., you can connect with him using the link. And I'm sure all of you will get benefited with his experience, with his mentoring, with his advice. Thank you so much, sir, for being a part of this show. To my Apple podcast listeners, I request you for a review. I want an honest review how my podcast is helping you and enhancing your life. Thank you. Thank you, Vishayak. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk to your YouTube channel in your podcast. Okay, and I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Stay tuned. Stay connected.